To How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. My name is John Pernasek, and to my immediate right is my lovable, adorable co-host with his brand new specs. Oh man, man, thank you for noticing. His name is... Brandon Shockney. Hi everyone. Yes. Let me just say a few things. No. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) On this, the day of my daughter's wedding. And together, Brandon and I are just a couple of... Rude Rude dudes. dudes. Rude dudes. Rude dudes. Rude dudes. They're like a, like we were cranking up. So let me try to get something straight. Is a new element of the show you just also fucking up this part? Because you get to fuck up the end. That's my charm. <laughs> That's my charm. Great. And to our immediate left is our guest and honorary rude dude for the week who will introduce herself now. Carol Olsen. <laughs> Reporting for <laughs> duty. Sorry. Poor little microphone. <laughs> I, sure. won't, I won't move. I'll just sit still. <laughs> you joined us to watch Secrets, Lies, and Fire Trucks and War of the Roses. Right. That's uh, uh, episodes eight and nine, mm-hmm. respectively. What was your relationship with the original show growing up? Did you enjoy it as a kid? Oh, yeah. I I feel like there were a, a few TV shows that I grew up watching new episodes of, and that was definitely one of them. That, Fresh Prince, The Simpsons. Was there anything... I've been meaning to ask this question a lot, because when I ask that initial what was your relationship question, mm-hmm. people will like usually give a few examples of things that they also enjoyed. Was there anything that you... <laughs> As a kid, like, if it was on TV, you'd be like, absolutely not. No. I'm, my my family, we didn't really, like, talk a lot. Like, we didn't have meals together, so we would eat dinner in front of the television. So I can't think of anything that I was like, oh, this is terrible. I loved TV. TV was, I mean, I watched, <laughs> I remember watching Living Single. That was, like, one of my favorite shows with, like, Queen Latifah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I do remember being really scared. Uh, oh, what, okay, I the thing I didn't like as a kid were, were like scary TV shows. So unsolved mysteries. Oh sure. That scared the pants off of me. And mm-hmm. I remember like my mom would be like, "All right, Carol, it's time to go to bed." And since I was younger, my brother got to stay up maybe like an hour later than me. And if we had just watched unsolved mysteries that night, I would go up to the top of the stairs and just sit at the top of the stairs because I was too scared to go into my bedroom. And I just wait for my brother to go to bed too. So you were scared of the show, but you would still, even in that yeah. case, you would watch it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because TV. It's like- the world's greatest invention? <laughs> TV is my window to the world. It was. When it you was. when you would sit down for these meals, would it be like a TV tray scenario? No, there were no TV trays, but we always watched dinner in front of The Simpsons. So as The Simpsons were coming on... <laughs> you always had dinner someone, while watching The Simpsons. Yes. We watched our dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, so my mom would cook dinner, and we The Simpsons would be coming on, so whoever was in the living room like turning on the TV, they'd start yelling like, Couch! Couch! Meaning like, <laughs> if you don't get in here now, you will miss couch. the couch bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, so not like warm, sit on our couch. It was a double couch. meeting. It was a double oh, meeting. Okay. Like, wow. come sit on the couch, but also like couch bit, couch bit. It's happening now. Wow. So you guys were really dedicated we were to really the Simpsons. Really into TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, my family didn't communicate. We just watched a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my parents got got divorced way too late, but. It's a story of the other day. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> that's that's our podcast about uh, people yeah. who have experienced divorce. Yes, it's called Decast. <laughs> the D stands for divorce. <laughs> Television mm. delaying divo- delaying divorces since. Yep. The beginning of time. Since, <laughs> since Mad Men days. Seriously. We can't yeah. get divorced. JFK has just been <laughs> shot. <laughs> we're going to have to mourn this before we can mourn anything else. What do you mean? Uh, nothing specific. <laughs> yeah, Dawn. TV, TV really uh, kept our family uh, a unit. Yeah, really. It really did. You had yeah. those monosyllabic mm-hmm. sentences that you could toss out. Mm-hmm. Couch, couch. Couch, couch. Television, the adhesive of failed relationships. Seriously? Well, so you were at the live event. So you yes. saw, uh, you told us a little bit about how you walked away from that. So you and Annie sat down and you tried to watch a couple more, right? We did. We did. Because I actually really did enjoy the pilot of Fuller okay. House. So we tried watching episode two and it felt a little Disney Channel to me. And I was like, mm. wait, maybe I'm not the target demographic for this show. Uh, so with Secret Slides and Fire Trucks, which is the first episode we're discussing today, I think I hit like a nostalgia nadir like just like a low point for what nostalgia is supposed to be because a huge chunk of that whole episode is about the couch and how the couch is such like a classic symbol of the show i'm like it's just a couch and anyone who actually has strong feelings about that part of the show of all things needs to re-examine their priorities well if you think about the set though is there any other set piece that is so like so anchored in that first series, Full House. I guess I would think of the couch. I think of the dining room table for some reason. It's yeah, I, that's yeah. The I same. think the chairs the same too. The kitchen yeah. dining area is like my go-to for like oh the Full House. Set. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. a subconscious thing. Like mm-hmm. that's the couch. I guess you, I can see you it. You can't get rid of the couch. I, seriously, though, I think it would be a totally different show if they got rid of that couch or if it was upholstered in whenever, you know, mm-hmm. Stephanie brought in. Not using the Netflix huh. screen as a cheat, uh, Carol, how would you sort of sum up Secret Slides and Fire Trucks in one uh, sentence? Oh, God. Sort of pulling. You, of course, please use your notes. Oh, yeah, I'm scanning you, here. <laughs> the top of your page <laughs> says, V important notes. <laughs> v important. Really. V, V important. I was about to say deception, which is another word for lies. Uh, boys will be boys. That's what we had recently. <laughs> Someone else said that recently. Yeah. Uh, These boys just boy, acting yeah. like boys. They're, boys will be boys because honestly, it's like Fernando's not going to change. We've seen that. He's the same old guy. Uh, I don't know if Jackson learned his lesson. Max is just a goofy kid. I don't think either of the kids learned much of a and, harsh lesson this time around. And Danny, I think you pointed out, John, that he didn't let the singing fireman uh, bit happen back in 91, and he's gonna cut it from today, 2016. It's like, you've learned nothing. Danny's a boys, boys, boys never boys. change. Boys never change. Good luck, ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about a Sisyphean task. I'll change him. No, you won't. But I will. No. <laughs> I'll get him to drink less. Well. <laughs> but will that change his personality? Okay. What musical what is, is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't oh, want to see yeah. it. <laughs> I think I'm referencing Carousel, which the lesson oh. of Carousel is sometimes a hit is like a kiss. What? <laughs> That's the lesson of Carousel. I have sometimes. heard of this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes when your husband hits you, it's because... He loves you. No. <laughs> That's the lesson of that show. <laughs> Yikes. You know, speaking uh, speaking of lessons, to not run away from that too, too quickly, um, mm-hmm. what I've noticed about this show is, for all of its nostalgia baiting, the one thing that this show doesn't do is, <laughs> it doesn't do the really clear music cue paired with a very strong, uh, specifically worded and articulated lesson. They, they already made a it's joke about subtle. it. They made a joke about it on one episode. They killed it. Yeah. By making that joke, they, like, shot that element in the head. Yeah, so now they can't do it in its I sincerity. Mean, better to have that be gone because I don't need Casio keyboard underneath Stephanie confessing her infertility. That would have been <laughs> crass. Mm-hmm. And by allowing it to be sort of matched with silence and nothing, like, in the background for a soundtrack, we can take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's, they're manipulating I us. I don't know. I think that's one of the elements that I missed from you the wanted, original series. You wanted around. Yeah, there was that moment where DJ takes her sons and she's like, look in the mirror. And I thought, I think it was maybe the fridge humming, and I thought, oh my God, they're going to do it. That Casio yeah. keyboard, it's coming in. And you heard that ambient hum of Brandon's yeah. fridge, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, that's the beginning. That's where we go. 
Nope. And it didn't happen for me. And um, it seemed a little like something was missing. And also, can we learn lessons in this harsh, complicated world of ours? Mm-hmm. Maybe times were simpler back then. Mm-hmm. Easier. This is a post 9 11 world. I was going to make that joke too. <laughs> I mean, ever since those uh, double T's came down, uh, I don't know if we can learn. Double T's? Whoa. I don't know if we can learn lessons anymore. It's all gray, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all gray. Uh, Red flag operation. Steel don't melt. Steel don't. Melt. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> yep. So, at the beginning of Fire Trucks, uh, Kimmy and Fernando are basically, for all intents and purposes, fucking the shit out of each other. They're back together. Are they? They're back together. Are they? They can deny it all they want. They're back together. Yeah. All they, The only reason they're keeping it a secret is to protect Ramona. Mm. Can we rewind for a second? Why we, did they break up? And are they divorced? They're, they're not they officially divorced okay. yet. But Fernando is a cheating... Cad. Cad. Oh, no. Uh, he just can't, cat can't keep he it is. in his pants. He's a oh, no. he's a popular race car driver, and you know that stereotype. <laughs> you know that stereotype about race car drivers. They're playboys. Yeah. They, yeah. they go fast on and off the track. So they fell asleep on the couch while watching a movie. I don't understand why they oh. can't just wake up in bed. I guess that's mm. too salacious, mm-hmm. even for modern Fuller House. So you know, during that spooning, Fernando was like, <laughs> Give me that button. <laughs> Yeah. I thought he was like ta- button? I thought he was like tapping the doorbell like bing 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 can I come in? Bing, 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 bing. You know, no. you know Carol the doorbell. Um if you mean the the point, Are you just, so the door okay the front doorbell or the back doorbell? I'm sorry, yes. The okay. front doorbell. Do front back doorbell. doors usually have doorbells? Back doorbells. No, I'm <laughs> That'd be a knock knock knock. I was oh, that's yeah. the back doorbell. I was just the way they were positioned in the spooning scenario, yeah. I was thinking you were talking he was Rapping on the back door. Rapping mm-hmm. on her chamber door. <laughs> yeah. Quote the raven, yes please, once again, my dear man. Uh, so, yeah, they're sort of debating on how this is going to proceed, but they can't deny that sort but the of sexual secret, chemistry. the secret makes it more exciting. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Secrets, secrets are so fun. Secrets, 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 secrets. make me come. <laughs> I think he needs to outright apologize. Like, what can he do? Nothing. There's nothing, and Kimmy has said that, said there's nothing you can do, Fernando. I'm never going to forgive you. He has apologized multiple times, I think, for the fact that he cheated on her. But I don't think the words really, initially at least, impacted her. I mean, now that they're kind of spending so much time together, maybe, I mean, it seems like she's coming around the bend again. Mm -hmm. She's coming around the bend. Downstairs, what's happening? Munch, munch, bark, bark. Oh, tear, tear, Cosmo, rip, rip. oh my god. That First of all, that dog was so well-trained, but he was also really cute. Yeah, he's very cute. Cosmo was doing a lot more so than Comet, I feel like, has ever done in the original show. They're having him do a lot more, like, blocking. <laughs> he's got yeah. he's got stage work. Well, dogs are smarter now in this post-9-11 world. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> they gotta sniff out damn bombs. They gotta... <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure. Uh, gotta make sure those uh, other T's don't go down. Yeah. <laughs> ruff, ruff. He's he's tearing up that couch, that beloved yeah. iconic couch. That iconic classic. Tearing it up, couch. It's like he's not a patriot. It's like he hates what the system <laughs> is, and he's trying to like tear it down from the inside. Uh huh. And Max witnesses it, and Jackson comes down, and Max is freaking out. And Jackson's like, "Hey, buddy, just lie." As if Why? Max would get in Wait, trouble for right. it. It makes Why no sense, it, really. Is it because Max had convinced his mom, DJ, like, we need to get this dog? Because mm-hmm. I did see that in the pilot. So maybe it is, like, that's your responsibility. Your dog chews up the couch now. You know, you got to save up your allowance. Well, so maybe D- he could get in trouble DJ, for it. as yeah. a vet, can probably put down that dog like that. Right. Oh. <laughs> she's got the tools readily available. She's, like, she's got a death spray. Yep. All she does, you know, she don't need a needle. She's got oh. that spray. She sprays it in your dog's face and goes... Oh, God. <laughs> Never mind. It's, it's not real. That that's, that, okay. that's not a real thing. Oh. There's no death perfume. John's working on a patent for it. <laughs> Can't wait to one spray kill a Is pet. your puppy getting too big? Do you want to replace him with a small puppy because puppies are small? Get rid of your big dog with one. <laughs> See, that really hits me hard. I have I'm sorry. A, I have a big dog. So not the double T joke. No, no, the double T's. <laughs> but dogs, that's that's, that's, that's the soft spot. Rocco or Cosmo? Mm. Oh, no. Rocco. Oh, okay. What type of dog is Rocco? Um, he is a <laughs> black lab German Shepherd mix. Oh. Mm-hmm. How old is Rocco? He's going on seven. Okay. Six, six and a half. Yeah. He's a big old boy. Yeah. 
Well, he's not that old. He's a puppy he's still in your hearts. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? He's like middle age right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think in human years he's like in his 40s. Yeah. 40's yeah. the new 30. 30's the new 20. 20's the new 10. I have heard this. <laughs> I have heard the 20's the new 10. <laughs> yeah. Why are you acting like a 10 year old at 20's the new 10? <laughs> you can't do this. Yes, I can. Uh, Max tries to sell DJ on this idea that it was. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy? Little stinky baby Tommy. Little bouncy baby Tommy who doesn't stop bouncing in any of these episodes. Wait, who's cuter? Tommy or Cosmo? Cosmo. Tommy. Cosmo. I like like Tommy. Puppies are cuter than babies in general. I think most species of animal are cuter than human babies. Mm -hmm. Most species of animals. Most species of baby animals. Does that make sense? What about like a baby Komodo dragon? Probably still, cu- I don't know if I've seen one, but probably still cuter than Get a me baby in a room human. with one. Get me in a room with <laughs> baby one. Baby snake. Baby spider. Baby snake spider. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are we. You said any species of animal. Baby. And spiders are animals? They're not arachnids? <laughs> I don't know. Are spiders, spiders animals? animals. Well, spiders are animals? They're arachnids? aliens. They're aliens. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we're all animals. <laughs> Are insects animals? Yes, yes. or no? Okay. Well, now we can move on. Let's move on. Insects animals. Next question. The first entry in the Encyclopedia Britannica is insects are not animals. They're monsters. Uh, uh, monsters. Some animals are monsters. But this is when Max is sort of, uh, uh, so he has the seed planted, like this idea that like if I lie, mm-hmm. I can just... I don't know, get anything I want. It's a little yeah, vaguely defined. it's very vague, yeah. Um, Fernando uh, sneaks out of the house while everyone is listening to Kimmy's sort of crazed speech. Talk about how she has hairy legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, I have a terrible, deep, dark, hairy, furry secret. Into it. <laughs> don't look out the window as my not ex-husband throws himself off a fucking third floor balcony. Mm. And uh, Fernando comes in because he's taking Ramon out for the day. Mm. Give the more. To the what? Uh, to the sto- the mall? What did he say? <laughs> well, he said to the, the zoo. zoo. The soup. To the soup. Oh, the z- oh, the soup. At a, cert- at a certain point, the accent does come off as like, this is like something out of like a Tex Avery cartoon. Uh, well, I liked your comparison oh, that yeah. you made. <sighs> it's hard <laughs> because, yeah, Fernando is definitely like, he's playing a joke on himself. I got a little Fez vibe from that 70s show from yeah. him. Where it's like, oh, it's so funny because he talks different, but uh, like it just seems. It's exactly that. It's 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 a double edged sword because I, it's nice to have diversity on this show, sure. but when it's made into like the butt of a joke, it's like, yeah. why? Why can't Fernando just be like funny, but not yeah, it's, funny because he's ethnic? Exactly. Well, and he, yeah, it's like exactly. to we don't have to get rid of the accent. That's not what we're saying. But it's no. like it's so clear that they went. Three steps further than reality ever would have required. It's, it's like they were like, oh, this is the husband of Kimmy, so he has to be a cartoon Eccentric. just like she's yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, he can't be a normal guy. He has to be crazy. Can I take a pause here and say, uh, I know we've mentioned Eddie like at least three times in this podcast. But I have to mention him again. <laughs> hey, Eddie. So uh, when him and I had first started dating, by the way, we're on like three years right now. But when him and I first started <laughs> dating, he no met... <laughs> Congrats, love, or whatever. Branded once, Eddie, so bad. Uh, You can have them. Take them. Whatever. So he had met my two best friends growing up. And like I said, this was one of those, Full House was one of those shows that I did grow up with. Uh, Watched a lot of TV. One of my favorite things to do with these old friends of mine is to still watch more TV. Like, we love wearing sweatpants and watching TV. Um, But one of them is the Got your sweatpants, (laughs) ladies. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, it's that bad. But so one of them is like the older sister. So she's she's 30 now. She's two years older than, than me. And then the other she's one the is DJ. my age. She's the DJ. Mm-hmm. The oh, other okay. one is a middle child. They have a little brother. And so she's the Stephanie. That made me Kimmy. And Eddie was the one who pointed it out after he met them both together and they had kind of left town. He goes, oh, this makes so much sense. You're the Kimmy Gibbler. And I was like, oh, my dear Lord, I am Kimmy Gibbler. Were you aghast, or did you feel like it, it made, made sense. sense? It made sense. Like, all the the last puzzle piece was snapped into place. And how me. long have you been friends with these two? How old are you in kindergarten? Five? Uh, that guess yes. that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so wow. 23 years. That's, that's rare. That is straight up the full house relationship. You have... Uh, Lasted as long as they. And I always was at their house too. And I did one of those like busting, like, hey, Quinlan's! 
<laughs> hey, Something smells funny in here. What's for dinner? Oh wait, it's me. That's me. Yeah, I was. I love different. you guys because you talk to each other. Seriously. I got so much to say, but it's been all bottled up. <laughs> well, gotta go. Couch, couch. Who wants to yeah. smell these toes? <laughs> Carol, please. Oh. I love that Eddie feels, though, that he could, he could be honest with her. He's like, Carol, I don't think you've seen something, and I, I want to show that to you. It was like a mirror. Eddie, you're my mirror. And you're my Fernando. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. He needs to work on that accent, though. Diddle it in. Diddle it in. Derf. 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 That's the kids. Ramona doesn't want to go to the she doesn't want to go to build a bear. She wants to do grown-up things. Here's American Girl Doll Store. <laughs> yes, I, here's what I think so weird too. She wants a tram stamp. She wants to. <laughs> she wants to get fucked. Why is Why is Ramona such a normal teenage girl? Her parents are fucking insane. Why yeah. is she not insane? Yeah. She was weirder in the pilot. She was a little more Kimmy fine. She's just kind of like the sassy teenager being like, racist I don't know, pop- in the pilot. She's like, so many white people. Oh my God, whitewash. Talk about whitewash. Carol, I think you're throwing down a reverse racism card <laughs> right her. now. Oh God. And I don't even believe in reverse racism, but she was it. But when Ramona <laughs> talks, oh, I want to pop her in the mouth. <laughs> Uh, so Danny shows up. Of course, it's it's Bob Saget barely even trying to recreate his character from the original show. All the, all they have to do is write in a couple lines about him being a neat freak, and that's enough. Yeah. yeah. He can just be Bob Saget the rest of the time, as long as like there's a couple moments where he's like, I was cleaning up the doorknob. Oh, or, yeah. like, well, and now when he delivers those lines, it comes off like this like withered, burnt-out old man who's just like, I'm cleaning, as opposed to the <laughs> old Danny. Danny had like an enthusiasm like, for vibrancy. cleaning. Vibrancy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but now it's, like, curdled. Like, yeah. oh, everything in this world is disgusting. <laughs> in, in this episode, he's only in San Francisco, so he can do a Wake Up San Francisco reunion show. And Kimmy, of course, she's like, oh, I hate those reunion shows where they trot out all those old, wrinkly cast members. Like, what's the point of that stupid bull fucking shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would ever want to watch that goddamn shit? <laughs> and then he's like, well, when they're Hollywood goddamn icons... When they're gods and goddesses walking amongst us. <laughs> but can I say that was not the only self-aware joke? They could just this let it be one. Episode? They could have. Yeah, they were playing poker, and it was Danny Jackson and Max. Yep, and you'd think the joke was over when Danny throws down a full house. Oh, <laughs> ha 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 ha! He wins the pot because he threw down a full house. Yet nay, nay, <laughs> nay. I believe it was. Jackson, who threw down a Forsooth. Fuller House. Forsooth. Jesus Christ. Full, yeah. Fuller House. A it, fuller House. It was a real, to get the kids on it mm-hmm. makes it just seem even more gross. Yeah. Like the kids don't have a reference for the old show. They'll make them they weren't do this alive. bullshit. They weren't even a they gleam. They weren't alive. Isn't that crazy? Wait, what year were those kids born? Were they born in the 2000s? Max. Max. Post 9-11? Oh, most assuredly post. Oh my god! Oh yeah, Bo- both of them would have been. Post oh yeah, 2000s. because it, yeah. Jackson is. Isn't that crazy to think? Yeah. You're right, because Jackson's only like twelve, right? Yeah. 13. They had to see footage. Neither, of- neither of them have ever seen the double T's. <laughs> the double T's. <laughs> For them, that's you history class. Cut. For some reason, that is the most offensive thing you could ever say. <laughs> Calling the Twin Towers double T's is you, like so. For the record, uh, you invoke nine eleven. Oh the yeah, first person. I know, but that. <laughs> Something about calling them the it's something about this post 9-11 world. We're just so much more cynical these days. We don't trust anyone. And we feel the need to like make crass jokes about things that affected other people. Mm-hmm. Max now off of his like high of discovering lying and how it makes him feel, which is great. Mm. Um, he has his bunch of friends in his in his room. Man, these derfy derf derf children. Yeah. Derfs. It's like ten kids. Did you ever, growing up, you were like, hey, ten friends, come over to my house for a no, hang? It no. was a lot of kids. Unless they had just woken up from a sleepover, which was never referenced if that was what no. it was. It was it was Max and, like, one other kid, and then a group of, like, eight kids just standing Every together. color of the rainbow, those kids. Yeah. Well, it got to the point where it was like, <laughs> there was a ginger white kid, yes. a normal white kid, I guess. A normal white kid? Yeah, but it honestly felt like no. there's normal white kid, and then for, for fucking variety. Variety's sake, why not throw a fucking ginger in there, too? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this whole thing about Max. Right, so he, there's one snotty kid that's about, that's having a birthday party tomorrow. This kid's, like, really bragging about how his 
dad uh, flies planes and that he's gotten to sit in the... The boozer. Yeah, (laughs) right. The boozer dad. Oh, Oh, my God. Flies planes. So, yeah, it starts off... dangerous. It starts off with them talking about how Cosmo is or is not, like, a cool dog. Mm -hmm. And this kid is like, (laughs) well, my dog gets the paper and a beer for my dad. Mm -hmm. And then Max comes right back with that line about, well, your dad's a fucking boozer. (laughs) I don't Your think dad's he said a fucking word. drunk. <laughs> it's it's one of those shade lines that you would see in like the original series where you're like, whoa. Um, so they it kind of escalates, and they're like competing dads. And Max is like talking about how his dad would let him drive in the front seat of the fire truck, and then the kid's like, oh yeah, and he's like, well yeah, you know what. I'm so cool that I can bring a fire truck to your birthday party and every one of your friends are now going to be better my friends because they're all going to get a ride in the fire truck. P.S. I'm Max. P.S. I'm Max. Mic drop. Boof. Yep. I honestly thought, did anyone else think it was going to escalate to the point where the other kid was like, well, your dad's dead. Yeah. Yes. That's too serious for this show. Yes. It's too serious. And you know what? I think it was too serious for Full House, too, because I, that whole plot element of the mom is dead, I think maybe I was so young because I'm the Michelle age. So when it first aired, I think is when they started dealing with the the mom is dead stuff. And then as the the series went on, it wasn't addressed as much. Not as much no. at all. And it wasn't, no. it's like those girls were not affected by the fact that I don't have a mom. They had one episode in the original series where you actually like get to see a video of the mom. The, the last moment okay. of that show is it cuts away from the home video footage and you just see the family. Oh. It's a pan of everyone just watching, kind of sad, yeah. and then it just ends. Yeah. It's, it's actually a pretty good ending. For yeah, pretty solid. Um, they, they don't tweak it any more than that. It, they let it just sort of lie, which is nice. Danny's subplot is that he's angry about the couch being torn up. And so let's unpack all of that right now. Yeah. So he's mad that the couch has been torn up because it's an antique, according to him. Mm-hmm. He represents the uh, maniacs on Facebook who are like, my favorite character is Michelle Tanier <laughs> because one time she had the cookie and she put the cookie in her mouth. And then Joey appeared and he said, where is the cookie? And Michelle said, it's in my mouth. That's I'm 48 years old. I've watched that episode <laughs> the, 600 times. The full house. Does everyone cookie. know my last name is Olsen? I do want to put that out there. I didn't really make Spelt that connection. The same? Spelt the same. Are you related? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I did try to pull that card. Are you? Uh, Whoa. Oh, for sure. You lied? You lied? You lied. Oh, my God. Just like this episode. <laughs> you knew lies had I power. did. I did. I lied. At the, at the uh, Olsen twins' um, height of fame, I would oh. say during the show when they were filming uh, all of their, um, like, uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley adventure series or whatever, where they were detectives or something. Right. I don't know, whatever. Yep. They had all those, like, Come to our birthday shows. party. Yeah. But rather for sale. Only 50 cents. That song, <laughs> that song is the worst. Okay, well, I loved it. And I told everyone, I was Favorite like, yeah, song. they're my cousins. And people would be like, wait, really? I'd be like, yeah, my uncle Kevin Olsen? Yeah. I looked it up. Sorry. I think I read it in Tiger Beat. I don't you, know. You, their dad name. Their dad so name is you were, Yeah, you were pulling a name out of a hat. You were like, I did the research. Yeah. Yeah. My, my uncle I is built Kevin the life Olsen. From the up. In that pre-9-11 world when we didn't have iPhones to look it up, I used my resources. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did try to I did try to make that joke a lot, and I stopped after freshman year of college. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you stopped trying to... The joke? It was or a joke, or you were trying to convince The lie. Me. <laughs> okay. Let's, I, wasn't, I wasn't lying. It was a ju- 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 joke. joke. That was probably more accurate. Uh, one of my first Gmail emails was <laughs> related to the twins at gmail.com. Uh, related to great. the twins. Yeah. You yeah. should still have that. DJ sits Danny down, and she's like, hey, Danny Daddy. Um, <laughs> Danny Daddy. I think I'm ready to stick it to my coworker, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny's like, well, uh, that sounds like a good yeah, idea. That was the creepiest response he could have ever had. He said, he said, like, oh, let's go through the pros and cons. And then she said, he said, oh, what are your pros? After whatever the fuck the cons were. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I think I like him. That sounds like a good bro. Yeah. What? It doesn't have a chat with Stephanie immediately after that. Yeah, where Stephanie talks about all the inappropriate <laughs> sh- things she did on that couch. And, you're like, and, Dan- oh, oh. Yeah. and Danny's like, that's impossible. After your dates, I would always be sitting on this couch waiting for you uh. to stamp out any fucking burgeoning feelings of sexuality in you. 
Right. And I failed miserably. Mm-hmm. We just watched Gremlins 2, Buck Naked. naked. Weird line, so weird disgusting. joke. Oh. Also, can you imagine, like, boning to Gremlins 2? No! The new batch? The new batch. Ew. Ooh, that drag gremlin really gets me ga 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 going. Don't get me wet after midnight. <laughs> oh, Joe Dante, your Looney Tune directorial choices are really getting me squishy wet. That's my laugh, by the way. <laughs> That's bad. Ooh, sharp. The, we, we get our first shot of the newly redesigned backyard of this house, and now it's a jungle. <laughs> it's like something out of Jumanji. <laughs> Juma- Jumanji. Jumanji's take, like, you know. Sorry, you're still saying Jumanji. Is it Jumanji? Yes. yes. <laughs> Jumanji. 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 <laughs> that was the board game commercial. I remember But that. it makes me think of, like, you know, like, uh, suburban being taken over by wild. You know what? In this post-9-11 society of ours, where does nature begin and end? <laughs> Whoever is on the job of head set decorator is just a little off their rocker. They need to calm down. The backyard is ridiculous, but the the entire home is over decorated. It's like Home Goods exploded in there, or I don't. Someone just went to Home Goods and was like, "And this, and that, and this, and that, and everything that's on the shelf together that doesn't necessarily match just got put in this home." It drives me nuts. Nothing, nothing more apparent than when you go into the kids' rooms and you're just like, "Oh my god!" But disgusting. But the backyard is hilarious because it looks like all of the fake greenery from a Michaels. Oh yes. Like get all of the vines. I want all of the potted plants. There's no way all of those are indigenous to San Francisco. All of those strains of ivy. That's some creative gardening on a old uh, old DJ's part. So in this backyard, we have that scene between. There's a park uh, bench in the backyard. Yeah, between between Max and Jackson, which I kind of like liked that he was like you know oh i i made up this lie and now i'm gonna like there's nothing i can do and i never actually got to ride in dad's fire truck because i was too young and i have like trouble remembering him and like blah blah blah. and jackson was like you know what i'm gonna do this for you because that like that's what dad would have done that type of thing i i really enjoyed that like, yeah. I like this dynamic between these two brothers like that. I like, I do like the fact that they, they like each other. Mm-hmm. Jackson has a little bit of that, like, he's a preteen, so he's a little embarrassed by his little brother. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, it's not mean. Mm-hmm. He, it's just, like, this sort of natural, like, oh, brother, my little brother. Mm-hmm. And Max genuinely loves Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Loves the idea of spending time with his older brother. Yeah. Oh, well, that was very Stephanie and DJ, too. That's true. They, yes. Like, Stephanie was obsessed with hanging out with DJ. So uh, the boys wrangle Danny into this scheme to kind of make this fire engine dream come true. Mm -hmm. They go down to the fire station where they meet uh, Captain Mulrooney, Mm -hmm. who is this guy who apparently, according to Brandon, played Genghis Khan (laughs) in the Night at the Museum movies. Apparently the actor is half Chinese and half Irish. I don't know if that makes you capable of playing Genghis Khan, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um, The story with Mulrooney is... He refuses to give them a fire engine for the day. A, because you know what the actual argument could be? We need the fire engine. We need it to fight we fires. Need, yeah, we need to have it on hold in case there is a real fire. A real fire. fire. The actor's name is uh, Patrick Gallagher. Mm-hmm. He's got a crazy fucking face. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, he makes me think he might have also been in Glee, too, for a short amount of time. Oh. Um, back in the early 90s, uh, Danny, when he was hosting Wake Up San Francisco, there was this whole segment they did where people from like the do- from the field of being doctors, policemen, and firefighters were allowed to do like talent shows. And kids. paramedic, I think he said there was a par- uh, like a tap dancing paramedic or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, seated him. Yeah, he was in he was in Glee. Yep, ah. he played Ken Tanaka. I remember that character. <laughs> he gets to play Genghis Khan. He, he played to- the original football coach. Oh, I'm sorry, that. not Genghis Khan. Attila the Hun. Attila the oh. Hun. Jesus I don't think that works either. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Mulroney is mad because the paramedics got to do two. Skits, oh. and he didn't get to sing "Oh Danny Boy." Yeah, so he's like, "Hey, uh, hey, Danny Boy, fuck you! <laughs> You're not getting my fire truck for the day," mm-hmm. um, which is a ridiculous backstory. So ridiculous. Uh, cut to Matt and DJ getting their Chinese food on at the animal clinic, where it smells oh. like dog piss and death. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like date. it smells like dead cats. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, could they have at least gone to a restaurant? Why They're surrounded there? by all of those Chinese restaurants in the neighborhood. Just sit down at one of them. Mm. No. that's This is where they're most comfortable. This isn't a date. Oh, oh, man. And DJ's about to leave, and Matt says, hey, DJ. And then DJ's 
crotch explodes and she <laughs> she slurps down Matt like a fucking glass of water. She's she turns like, around. She's like, I need it. Give me. She jumps on him and they start furiously making. He out. doesn't deny it. He's not like whoa whoa whoa. No. Whoa whoa whoa. He's like yeah. He's yeah. like yes. I was yes, gonna yes. tell you that you just you were gonna forget your purse, yeah. but. Never m- m- mind. M- m- mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they kiss, and so we got this like spark going. Now we can officially maybe see where this is gonna go. And she had the whole thing where she couldn't get out of her own veterinary. She's like the lock. I don't know how it works. Oh uh, my! I am so a flush with hormones that I can't even open the da 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 door. Yeah. Um, we find out that Fernando took Ramona race car driving. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, uh, I think I know where my Honeypot Hot Award is going to go to. Fernando is wearing a race car driver outfit that starts zipping at the neck, <laughs> goes all the way down to the tip of the penis. <laughs> all he has to do is, like, peel himself out of it like a fucking sexy cocoon. That dude has huge, he's got that vein in his arms. He's nude under that. Yo, race yeah, car he's got to zip down just a little bit, you and there's, there's no undershirt. You can no. tell. <laughs> Tasty. They're fucking weeks to... of, like, engine oil and, like, <laughs> yes, mama. They're trying to get, I think with <laughs> Fernando, they might be pulling a whole John Stamos thing where they're trying to get that sexy, older. Because I, I will be honest, as a young girl growing up watching this show, it was, like, you saw Uncle Jesse, and, yeah, you wanted to start oh, humping the, the arm of the couch. Mm-hmm. Like, he was. Carol. He was, you know. Yeah. That was. He was a heartthrob. That was, Be- Carol, that was Becky for. Sure. For me, and sure. I know it was for Eddie. Yeah. Uh, Eddie cannot stop talking about Carol, we, we heard you shouting the word couch, but it's not dinner time. <laughs> couch, 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 couch. <laughs> Eddie, couch. Eddie, and then Eddie somewhere in the world as a child being like, Becky, Becky, <laughs> Becky couch. <laughs> I named the couch Becky. Why, little Eddie? I don't know. He's like, he faces the couch cushions and he... Yeah, yeah, like, like in between, like their breasts. <laughs> so, so Kimmy's a little angry about the fact that like Ramona was in like, admittedly, like what was it, a trainee car, like not like a real race yeah, well, car. Yeah, uh, but she's upset. Kimmy's upset because it's dangerous, right? She was going very fast according to the footage they had. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, can I interrupt to say? At 1.52 is when my parking pass expired, so I do need to go pay that again. I feel so bad because I did almost this exact same thing. At the live event. At the live event. Oh, yeah, you did. I came up on mic and I said my thing, which was about fish wearing sweaters. And you were like, hey, Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, where's your car keys? All right. All right. Here we go. I'll be, I'm going to run. Be right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, come here. Sit down. This is all going to get cut anyway. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think th- so. We still have the, the other episode to talk about. How are you, Brandon? You know, we spend so much time talking to our guests. You're fine? Yeah. Come on, don't be a guy. Open up. I won't. You won't? Uh, I don't. You don't? I can't. <laughs> you can't? I must. <laughs> I, I must. <laughs> There she is. I'm back. We just sang a lot. You missed our Mulan medley. DJ promises, you know, let's have a dad day. Because, Max, he's been on your mind. And, you know, uh, that fire engine thing kind of blew up in your face. So we'll break out all the home movies. We'll have a good cry. (laughs) Oh, so the couch has been uh, reupholstered to look exactly the same. And then Stephanie reveals that she has made a horrific couch jacket. Best bit of the entire episode. <laughs> well, okay, well, we'll get to the, the, the good part of the joke, but it was so predictable that someone wasn't going to spot him because he puts he puts on the jacket and he lays on the couch. And I, I thought the whole joke of like someone like, whoa, accidentally sitting on him was going to happen. But I'm sure Bob Saget like negotiated that out of his contract. He's like, I don't want no butts on me. Yeah. I don't, especially kid butts. <laughs> oh, I hate children. I don't want any kid butts on me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, instead it's more like, oh, where's grandpa? But the joke before that, which we didn't see coming, which I thought was actually pretty clever, mm-hmm. was that there was loose change in the jacket pockets of this couch coat. So Max ultimately does get his fire engine. A firefighter appears in Max the bedroom window. Max gets what he wants. Yeah. Boys don't learn. What did I say? Boys will be boys, boys because be they'll boys. never change. Yep. Lies do come back to bite you in the butt, but sometimes... <laughs> so Danny 
agreed to put Mulroney on camera for the reunion show mm-hmm. for Wake Up San Francisco. And then, as we said, he just leans over to his cameraman in front of this guy who is singing <laughs> mid-song and is like, well, just cut this. I hate this guy and I want to ruin his life all over again. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. And that's that episode. That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on let's to burn through. Uh, so there, there's this whole rose mystery. <laughs> uh, a thousand roses show up at the house, and uh, Cosmo sort of whisks away with the uh, the card that goes with the flowers. Mm-hmm. So no one knows who, who sent from. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Becky, uh, she she's just obsessed with the drama. She she's loves two things: she loves and drama. She loves the drama in the household, and she loves little baby Tommy. Tommy. Like, those are her two. She could care less about anything else. One-dimensional mm-hmm. women characters. Yep. <laughs> yep. Me, po, uh, Gotta love them. Maybe in the middle of menopause, but it's like, no, but I yearn for my oh, days of my giving womb. milk. My can, we talk, can we talk about how ex- expensive a thousand roses would be? Jeez. Like, really expensive. In this yeah. day and age? In a post-9-11 society? <laughs> when <laughs> the climate no, is changing? Seriously, how much deliver? do we want to think? Okay, uh, let's say a dozen roses is probably 50 bucks, right? Yeah. A dozen, yeah, like in a, high in a quality. Boss, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 50 bucks. Well, 50 seems like low-end to me. And these are 60. These are all in, like, decorative vases. They have, like, they're all arranged really beautifully. It kind of looks like my grandmother's house after my grandfather's funeral, to be honest. Like, there are so many bouquets of flight. Like, it, it doesn't look... Romantic? No. It looks sort of, like, uh, grieving. Yeah, no, it looked like we took the flowers from the altar and we brought them to your grandmother's house. Here they are. Your grandpa's dead. Five thousand dollars? Where are you getting five thousand? Yeah, I took, wait a minute. I no, took, no, no, you have to I take took a thousand. I took a thousand roses, uh-huh. divided it by twelve, because that's sure. a dozen, right? Okay. So that's eighty-three, 83 times. We said fifty dollars for each vases? dozen. Eighty-three vases of flowers. Eighty-three dozen. Eighty-three, eighty-three Jeez. units. Yep. Times that by fifty. Hold on. Oh, or maybe got I did a, it. Got a new no, I did it. I did it by sixty. So we got about like five thousand. Man, five thousand. And that's like you just said. Fifty might be low. Low, low for end. a dozen roses. Yeah. Man, so someone's dropping someone. We don't know who it is yet. Oh yeah, let's Car- not give it away. Yeah, uh, even though Detective I, I Carol did it. wind up I calling it. it. Um, so what? Becky loves Tommy. What does Tommy love about Becky? Oh, that was juicy. I <laughs> loved his little baby hand, just kind of. Inch, inch, a little closer. Oh, get, get that. Yeah. And she's like, the whole time she's trying to get her lines out. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. He's no, just no, going no. for that booby. I might be a baby, but I know what that is, and I know what's in it. Yum, yum, yum. But what he doesn't realize is that that boob is dry. That, that teat <laughs> runneth dry. Yeah. That's a well on a summer day, an old abandoned uh, well on a summer day. Mm-hmm. Ain't no water in that well. <laughs> Sorry, little baby. Ain't no water in that well. (laughs) Stupid baby. Uh, (laughs) So we find out. So they're trying to solve the mystery. Mm -hmm. And DJ is at the clinic, I think, which she calls Steve. Right. Oh, this is where the foot comes in. That fucking (laughs) foot. That foot was so gross. Like a little baby The smoking gun. The foot (laughs) finally comes into play. Because Steve is a podiatrist. Is he scraping at the foot? What is he doing with the foot? Well, he says something like... Oh, oh, yeah. does, uh, does DJ have those corns again? Or something like that. He's, he's talking Becky. about corns. Becky, Becky, someone. That's right, Becky. If somehow Steve is Becky's podiatrist, oh. and she has corns? I don't want to ever go to a podiatrist. <laughs> I don't want to get old and have to like, go to a she podiatrist. <laughs> you, oh, you especially. I've been to a podiatrist. Is I've it broken, fun? I've broken my left foot twice. Oh, okay. So you would have. So you go there for not just like... <laughs> Treatment of a foot doctor doesn't just like <laughs> not just cosmetic. I thought it was cor- I thought it was corns and bunions, and then you called it a day. Uh, well, I do have bunions, oh. but I've broken my left foot twice, and my oh they my also God. deal with toenails. So I broke my left toenail last summer, and I went in there to be like, "What is this?" Because I didn't know what was going on, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's just gonna fall off." And I was like, what? The, like, yeah, the, the, f- the full nail will fall off? Yeah, yeah. so like the, you could Whoa. either pay like $5,000, which is <laughs> as much as $1,000 roses, <laughs> to have a procedure to get the toenail removed, and the podiatrist <laughs> will do it for you, or you can just let it fall off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like swimming right now. Yeah. Like, I go to a podiatrist a lot, apparently. Your left foot is cursed. You've broken it twice, yeah. and then the, t- the nail has broken once, you said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
How did you break the foot? First time was senior year of college. No, I was uh, fell down some stairs. Okay, Um, twisted, twisted my foot, land on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Walked across graduation stage with a boot on. So I had to have surgery. I have a a plate and six pins in in my left foot. Wow, cybernetic um, foot. Last Brandon's into it. Robo winter. Yes, last winter, my birthday. So not this past birthday, but the birthday before. Uh-huh. I was wearing high heels on my birthday because it was my birthday, and like I need an excuse. But then <laughs> I woke I'm up the treat next my feet. day. I woke up the next day and I was like, "Ow, my foot really hurts." And we ended up going to the Adler Planetarium, and I walked around on this like, "Ow, my foot! It's, it felt it felt swollen in my snow boot." Mm-hmm. So uh, Susan Glenn, if you know her, mm-hmm. worked at a podiatrist office at the time. She was a the the front desk gal, okay. receptionist, if you will. And I told her, I was like, my foot really hurts. And she, what's your advice for that? She's like, well, well, just come in. And it turned out I had a hairline fracture, again, in the same foot that I'd broken, but it was in a different metatarsal, um, which is a bone. There would have been no, there, so there was no real inciting incident that time around. It just heels. sort of happened. Torn heels. Damn. God. Yeah. The life of a. It was a stress woman, fracture. Yeah. Stress fracture. Hold on. A the minute. dangers of. <laughs> what's that, Brandon? Oh, the dangers. That women, like, I will never... Are you painting us into a one-dimensional no, box no, again? No, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm never going to have, like, an issue like that. Mm. But that's insane. But that can just happen. Yeah. My parents think I have weak bones because I don't... know. Oh. I was, uh, well... I was, uh, Carol, your bones are weak. <laughs> I just, like, don't drink real milk, and I don't have a lot of calcium in my diet. Mm-hmm. I probably should supplement it. I asked the podiatrist, should I supplement um, <laughs> ask your podiatrist. So it, Should I supplement? What, 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 I, what I was going to say is, I think I think having like a podiatrist is fine, but like knowing your podiatrist, like yeah. having a friendly relationship, like, be, or like that, even that's worse, weird, right? having your podiatrist be like, "Please fuck me, DJ." <laughs> Remember when when we were in high school. Also, Becky lives in L.A. now, and yet Steve in San Francisco is still her podiatrist? She hey, has emergencies. He's really good. <laughs> he's really very good. It's so weird that, like, Steve is divorced and Matt is divorced. Why couldn't Matt have just been a single guy? Mm-hmm. It seems weird that, like, we need to have some sort of relationship well, backstory for DJ's Matt. DJ's broken. So Matt has to be broken. Yeah. So Steve has to be It's a triangle <laughs> of broken romantic yeah. souls. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of romance, uh, Jackson is in what the men's rights activist Gamergate community would know as the friend zone. Uh, He's in the friend zone with Lola, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing worse than a man being put in the friend zone. Right. How dare you not want to fuck me? (laughs) I'm one of the nice ones. (laughs) I got you a thousand roses. But this is innocent 13-year-old friend zone. Written by adults. I don't trust adults to talk about friend zone without having some sort of weird bullshit behind it. (laughs) Okay. What are you writing about, Jack? I'm writing about the fucking friend zone. <laughs> oh, what happened with Bridget? She fucking friend zoned me. <laughs> Jack, calm down. I'm gonna make Lola be a real bitch this week. <laughs> Don't make Lola be a bitch. Yeah. I mean, friend zones can work both ways. What do you mean? Like, can a... A guy put a lady in the friend zone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. sure. Yeah. But when a guy walks around complaining about the friend zone, it's bad. Yeah, I can see. I have a double standard. Men are the worst, in my opinion. (laughs) Men are always uh, in the wrong. Um, So, uh, yeah, he's talking to Ramona about, like, oh, I like Lola, which we know. He's like, how do I get Ramona's attention? Hey, dude. He, oh, yeah, that's what she says to him. Another yeah. show I grew up on as, as a child. Hey, dude. Better watch out for those killer jackrabbits and that... Killer cacti. Oh, yeah, it was something. Yeah. Man-eating jackrabbits and that killer, killer cacti. cacti. Hey, dude. It was the very first show I ever watched in the States. Because huh. my father was in the army and we okay. lived overseas until I was in kindergarten and we moved here to the states and Hey Dude was on when we turned on the television. It was wow. your it was your introduction to America. Mm-hmm. I was it a, had all the I was elements. An army brat too. Really? Wait, yeah. have we talked about this? Maybe. Did you live in Germany? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. Did yeah. you live in Stuttgart? Ansbach. Oh. Hi, Ansbach. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get it, John. No, I uh, <laughs> I was born and raised a patriot, my friends. Whoa! I got shot out by a bald eagle. So Matt, so Matt gets his uh, date. There's this implication that maybe he sent the roses. He's like, oh, after the uh, uh, you didn't notice the flowers oh. I sent you. 
But those aren't the, the, those aren't the roses he means. He's talking about the sunflowers he got her and put at the front desk of the animal clinic. I called that a mile away. Yeah. Did you know? I sure did. Yeah, you did. So Jackson decides that uh, to get Lola's affection, he's going to give her a thousand red M&M's. But uh, something goes awry with that plan, Carol. Us, well, first of all, us women, you know, we love material goods. You love so candy. Prove yourself to us with chocolate and flowers. Really, yeah. that's the key to a woman's heart. But yeah, what <laughs> went wrong? Let's see. Uh, little scamp Max gets into the jar of M and M's, gets a rash all over his. Face. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it's a it's a whole uh, uh, bamboozle situation. He next thinks they're for Lola. him. Yeah. There, there was a note next to the M&Ms that said, yeah. hey, do you want to hang out all day Saturday, yes or no? And he was like, Jackson wants to hang out with me, yeah. his favorite brother in the world, all day. Can I ask, was Jackson leaving his bedroom door open thinking maybe Lola's going to wander into my room? It wondering, was a like, very loose plan. Yeah. I, was I think, he going to bring him into her? I think Jackson was planning on, oh, God, I don't really know, but I think he was going to take the jar <laughs> and put it Somewhere where Lola would find it. I don't think it was meant to stay in the bedroom forever. Are you sure? Why would he just leave it unattended? Yeah. Why would Lola ever go into their bedroom? That's what I would. She would know. only ever go into Ramona's room. Yeah. So I think Jackson had other plans, but Max Flawed. got in the way. Flawed plans. Bottles. I mean, he's 12, so he's a big, he's a big dumb dummy. Uh, so Stephanie is making a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, maybe I know the Stephanie guy. Stephanie the slut. Jeez. <laughs> She did a bunch of bad boys. Yeah. Well, and that's when she realizes, oh, uh, my 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 yeah. husband has reached out to me recently. Harry, of course, as we all know Harry from the original show. Classic episode. Um, she thinks that because Harry's reached out to her via text, mm-hmm. that that means that he might be the sender of the roses. Mm-hmm. And we get a nice little flashback scene nice. of, of yeah. that entire wedding that happened. That uh, was a bit of a padding moment. <laughs> my, my favorite part of those Definitely. is that obviously the... The transfer, you know, because it was displayed on, like, television with a different format, they have to have those weird bars on the side that are, like, uh, like, kind of fuzzy because it doesn't line up with, like... The no. n- new format. <laughs> There's, oh, you referenced this uh, a while back, but this is where the joke comes in, where uh, Stephanie's talking to Becky about Harry, and she's like, oh, yeah, and Harry was uh, so fun oh. in bed. It's such a terrible setup yeah. for a punchline that makes no fucking sense in hindsight, because she's like, we used to, as you said, we jumped up and down in our bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Stephanie, are you such a clueless You're so, character that yeah. you don't know what you, because coming out of your and mouth. what is the goal for this joke, to make the audience think for a second that she's talking about two kids that had Becky's <laughs> face. Yeah. Becky's face is horrified. Yeah, she's she like, really, like, what she did you know that do? was in the script or it was improvised? <laughs> Well, and also Becky was horrified at the idea that <laughs> Stephanie, she go, she says, oh, my husband, before Becky realizes she's talking about Harry. It's like Becky also thinks Stephanie has a secret husband, mm-hmm. but is also fucking dudes left we and right. We all did. Right. I feel <laughs> bad. We're all like, huh? huh? I feel bad for Lori Laughlin because this is not the character I would want her to play. She has to play very strained, manic very like a tightly wound sprunk. She keeps talking about how Jesse doesn't love me anymore. There's no romance, and he has no semen in his dick, and I can't have a baby, and there's no milk in my tits. Well, I'm a broken fucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of him, let's let's cut to the end of the episode where all the uh, suspects meet up in the house together. So we have Matt, we have a grown Harry, not played inexplicably, not played by the same uh, child actor. But everyone on, um, like on online, I feel like thinks that that is the same guy because people are like, oh, my God, they got back Harry. And it's like, not no, him. not the same guy. Um, no. So Harry, Matt, and then uh, Fernando, Fernando uh, all show up. Fernando um, has been lying to Kimmy, taking credit for the roses, but he's panicking because he thinks that his worst. lie is going to come uh, to right. him. He's, um, he's a fucking jackass. Just the worst. So uh, they're all wondering who it is, and lo and behold, in steps through the wide open door, because um, it's just always open, uh, is <laughs> Jesse Katsalopoulos himself. <laughs> Jesse Catman Crothersopoulos. <laughs> Saying that, oh yeah, they're for me. No big deal. Yeah, I love you. I just wanted to make a romantic gesture, and Carol, you, you know, called five, that. $5,000 worth of roses. I called it, but also, now they're leaving for San Jose. Let's just leave our $5,000 worth of roses here at someone else's house. Well, presumably Becky took most of them, because the only ones left are the ones that the gals have at the end of the episode. So she got all those roses, basically, into the car. She yeah. rented a mess. Uh, <laughs> how'd they get them all? 
car. I believe what you just said was should have rented a bus. That's what that was. Catsopolis's line. Hunk a hunk a bird in there. Oh God. Um, there's there's some other stuff in here. We got the baby montage where Becky dresses up oh. Tommy in about 70 different outfits. Mm-hmm. And there was music underscoring that scene. It was like... Who's this little baby? This little baby's about to kill a black rhino in his sassy safari outfit. Ooh, cultural appropriation. Toot toot, coming down the track. Little sombrero on the baby. <laughs> neither, we actually didn't get one of those. Neither yeah. of those outfits. We got neither. sailor, sailor, astronaut, uh, astronaut. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah. I said suit. Moon Man, astronaut, Moon Man, moon. an MTV Moon Man. <laughs> an MTV like moon yeah, man. tuxedo, and then just uh, like baby PJs. So, uh, oh, and also Max goes bonkers <laughs> for eating all of the uh, candy. We can't forget that uh, because I do Rash kind of face. find the image of a true. I, I've said before that I don't like full spaz. Max, mm-hmm. but for some reason, him running circles around Kimmy and Fernando is pretty funny. Because yeah. they're like, hey, uh, Max, did you see us kiss again? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's also say really quick to end this episode that uh, Jackson and Lola do decide to go to the mall together on a date just with everyone else, like 12 other people. Yeah. Uh, Which con- sounds pretty par for the course if you're an eighth grader. Yeah. Yeah. Seventh grader, just whatever. Getting dropped are. off by your parents at the mall. And, uh, <laughs> Most important of the ep- moment of the episode, hump, hump. Uh, we want to give it its due. DJ takes off her ring, which we said yes. before, but she's finally ready to get that sweet D. To date Matt. Matt. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's uh, let's uh, wrap up with some uh, Mr. Bear Honeypot Hot Awards <laughs> for Sexy Fashion. Yum. Yeah, yum, yum, yum. So these are the awards that go to the individuals with the sexiest senses of fashion. We already know yours. I already know mine. I'm going to give it to, of course, as we said, Fernando in his race car outfit. Please feel free to yum with us. Yum. Yum, 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 Carol, what about you? Well, okay, a man in scrubs. Gotta love a man in scrubs. Matt in the scrubs. And Chuck Taylor's. Ooh. So hot. Yum, 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 You know what? I'm going to give it to uh, Jody Sweeten in her, like, business outfit that she's getting ready for <gasps> She looked good. For Harry. She looks good. She looked good. I'm digging that. Yum, 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 yum. Harry is not sexy. The guy they got to play Harry is just no. not. No. They should have gotten, like, a full-on hunk. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, ask that. Classic question. So, catchphrases were such a big deal on the original show, and we even got a couple reprise Have Mercies and Oh My Lantas in these last couple episodes. No Holy Chalupas, which is, yeah, Max's catchphrase. But, Carol, it's a two parter. A, growing up, did you have a catchphrase? Just something you said a lot. And B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? When I was a child, our whole family, you know, the family that ate in front of the TV. We had, a, I guess it was a catchphrase, was you're being a baloney head. Or like, baloney head was a, fra- a catchphrase. <laughs> this, was a cross, this was everyone in the family. Yeah, if you were head. mad at someone, you're being a real baloney head. This is a real Olsen yep. tradition. Olsen tradition, yep. baloney heads. It came from those commercials, my baloney has a first name, it's B-O, or O-S-C-A-R. Yeah, that one, so... Anyway, do I have a catchphrase today? No. Well, well, well. All right, all right. It would seem that it would That's be... It would, I know, <laughs> it's time to play a quick round of Catchy Catchy, the game where Brandon and I will propose a catchphrase for you, and then you will choose between the two options. Oh, okay. So, Brandon, rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first. Real quick. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Mm, I win. Brandon, that means you have to go first. Okay, I have to go first. Um, don't call me a horse, but nay. <laughs> that's, your cat, that's one. Uh, okay. I'll reserve so, judgment. And here's your catchphrase uh, from me. Give me the donuts or you will have no nuts. Ooh, oh, I got to go with that Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so specific. Yeah, you would well, only use that one like... In donut-related scenarios. She doesn't um, have to if she don't want to. My grandma has a, f- a catchphrase, that, and she her name is Carol, and it's, time to make the donuts! And she says that in the morning, like, a, come on, get up, let's go. Yeah. Yep. Time and to so, make the donuts! And so your response to that catchphrase will be... That's my post-9-11 response. <laughs> Give me the donuts, 
Uh, you'll have no nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. it. All right. <laughs> and that was catchy, catchy. <laughs> Carol, thank you for thank joining you. us today. Uh, is there anything that you would like to promote? Um, so some gals and I, Katie Conroy and Megan Brennan, are writing a show. It's called Brunchin' with the Devil. It's about three powerful women in the 90s, set in 1993, who kill their husbands and then bring them back to life in a seance. It'll be running uh, in June. Sundays in June at 8.30 at I.O. Theater. Uh, thank you again, Carol. This thank is a part of the you. show where we say our names, and then I will say it. We'll see you next time on. And then together, we'll say the phrase, how rude. And Brandon will do some sort of wacky thing because he fucks up the beginning and the ending of the show now, right. according to right. him. Yep. So, Brandon, go ahead. Uh, I'm Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. And I'm Carol Olson. And we'll see you next time on This how Post-9-11 how World. That girl I see staring straight back at me. When will my reflection show who I am inside? I lost it there at the end, didn't you? You'll bring honor to us, you'll bring honor to us, you'll You'll bring honor to us, honor to us all. We've drawn the strength of a raging fire, mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Ooh, I couldn't hit that one. This guy's got scared to death. (laughs)